Software Engineering Radio Episode 17, Listener Feedback and Roadmap. Hello everybody to this short meta episode on Software Engineering Radio. I'll cover some listener feedback as well as an outlook on what the upcoming topics and interviews will be. So let's first take a look at the upcoming regular episodes. Um, the next episode will probably be the resource management episode where Michael Kirchhoff talks together with his colleague Prashant Jain about their book on resource management patterns. It's actually POSA 3, Pattern-Oriented Software Architecture, uh, Volume 3. Um, it's about things such as activation, deactivation, and lifecycle management of potentially expensive resources. After that, we'll come up with uh, part two of the concurrency series. Whether we'll have a number three episode on concurrency depends somewhat on your feedback and on the download numbers. The download numbers for um, concurrency one haven't been that great. So if they're also not that great for concurrency part two, we might even skip concurrency part three. A very important upcoming topic will be software architecture in general. We'll record three or four episodes on this topic. Uh, episode one for architecture is already recorded and it contains basically definitions and fundamentals of software architecture. And we'll continue with this topic, uh, things like documenting software architectures and also how to make sure a software architecture is efficiently implemented in large teams. We've also recorded the exception handling episode, which will be basically the sequel to the error handling episode we had earlier. And we're also working on an episode about typing to clarify some of the issues with regards to, uh, you know, what compilers will do, what runtime typing is, what duck typing is, and also how this plays into uh, compiled versus dynamically interpreted scripting languages. We're also working on a series of episodes on service-oriented architecture as a way. It's going to be a three-part episode. Episode one on this topic will be uh, an episode mainly by Eberhardt, who talks about the business and non-technical aspects of SOA. We'll then look at uh, some implementation details of SOA. We take a look at some of the technologies, such as JBI and SCA, and also maybe some of the web services stuff. Part three will be a somewhat critical view of um, SOA um, to take a look at the real-world challenges. Another interesting topic that we'll have uh, coming up is uh, variabilities. How do you manage variabilities in software systems? And that will lead us to a very interesting topic that will get some attention, which can also be seen as some kind of yeah, architecture-related thing, which is uh, product line engineering. Another thing we're going to take on in the future rather soon is software development processes. We will have one episode about fundamentals, like what's the difference between waterfall, agile, and all that stuff. And we'll also have an episode where we will talk to people who have somewhat more formal or stringent requirements to the development process, specifically in the medical area. So now you know what's coming up uh, in the regular episodes. If you want additional stuff, if you have additional recommendations, what we should uh, cover, please let us know. 
and send us an email at team at se-radio.net or add a comment to our website at se-radio.net. Comments are always better because other people can see what you're thinking. We also have a couple of interesting interviews coming up. One that we have already recorded is with Jutta Eckstein. She is an expert in agile software development and specifically in applying agile software development in large projects. So this is going to be really interesting. Another interview we have also already recorded is with Michael Stahl. He's uh, also one of the original Posa authors and he'll talk about middleware and um, also to some extent about architecture and also on J2E versus .NET. Another interview we've already recorded is with James Noble. It's a rather short interview and it's about postmodern software development. Another interview topic we're working on is uh, we're trying to get somebody from NASA on the mic to talk to us about uh, development of software for the International Space Station and or the Space Shuttle to understand more about the requirements, the challenges and the limitations of software development for safety-critical systems that run in hazardous environments such as uh, in space where you have all those radiation problems. Um, We're currently trying to dig our way through NASA. We've talked to the public relations people and uh, let's see how this turns out. It's not, I would say it's not yet completely 100% sure that this is going to really materialize. We also have a number of additional interesting interview candidates on the line. But as I said before, I'm not going to announce any names unless we actually recorded the interview because finding a suitable time slot uh, can be challenging. So let's get to some of the listener feedback we received over the last, I don't know, one or two months. We received several emails that basically said that what we do is great and uh, that we should continue and that we have a good, as one listener pointed out, a good signal-to-noise ratio. So we kind of managed to pack a lot of information into this relatively constrained period of time, although some even say that our podcasts are too long. So um, thanks for all the positive feedback. It's really encouraging to see that people actually like what, like what we do. We're not going to read all those emails that say that we're doing good work because, I mean, yeah, it's, it's very good for us and we really like those emails and please keep sending them um, or better yet, add comments to the, to the page, to the web page, but we're not going to read them. So let's take a look at the more specific things people mentioned. One thing or actually a couple of things that uh, Michael Hunger suggested were uh, there should be an episode on refactoring, which is absolutely true. We'll, we'll do that. We'll, ha- we'll have an episode on refactoring basics and also one on refactoring in larger projects. Then um, another thing he suggested was an episode about programming against interfaces, why this, Im- why this is specifically important. Um, so, you know, being able to exchange implementations to use mock objects to be able to wrap everything behind uh, facades to add decorators to add proxies what we'll also do sometime in the future based on a recommendation or an idea from michael is to come up with an episode where we recommend good books that we have read and uh where we think that you should read them too. So a book recommendation episode will be something that we'll probably do during summertime when all of us don't have too much time producing real content, so we'll come up with this book recommendation thing. 
Another thing that Michael suggested was taking a look at things like build tools, build process and so on. And yes, we'll cover that probably. The problem is we don't want to make this too specific for a specific environment, right? I mean, we, we don't want to do an episode about Maven or Ant. So finding somebody who can talk about build processes in general while not explaining a specific tool is probably a challenge. And we don't have the right handle on that yet. There was another thing Michael suggested, and that was to have transcriptions of um, our podcasts. So basically having uh, textual copies of what we say in the episodes. Now, actually, this is a lot of work, and we don't have um, our scripts prepared in a way that we could publish them as transcripts. So um, probably what we'd have to do is to um, listen to what we uh, talk in the episodes and then write things down. And this is actually a lot of work which we won't be able to do. It's a lot of work already to produce the podcast and we probably don't have the time to produce transcripts. However, if there is somebody who wants to, you know, like, I don't know, join the team or, or, or help us or, I don't know, get famous um, by producing those transcripts, that would certainly be a great thing and we'll obviously be hosting them on our uh, website. So if you have spare time and want to contribute to this podcast by producing the transcripts, let us know. We'll find a way to arrange that. So here is an excerpt of an email sent by Bob Savage. He says, I haven't caught up with the show yet completely, but after listening to both the scripting languages episode and the listener comment in episode 9 about static versus dynamic typing, I would really like to hear your response to some comments made by Guido van Rossum in a speech recorded at Xerox Park. The speech is available in two parts from the Software Development Forum podcast, which is hosted by IT Conversations. The basic idea is compiler type checking isn't as useful as people think because 99 out of 100 bugs that show up in the field are, are unexpected values such as null values, negative integers, feet versus meters, etc., which are not caught by typical, specifically referring Java, type systems. He stresses the importance of unit tests. So um, we'll certainly cover or try to address this topic in our typing episode so that should be i don't know within the next seven or eight episodes we'll we'll cover this topic in detail something that a couple of people suggested was to take a look at software development tooling specifically ides um i'm not sure that we're going to do that i mean i don't think that ides are kind of in the center of what our podcast is all about uh, the same is true for, for other tools like Ant or Maven or JUnit because they're, again, very specific to a certain platform, in this case Java. What we will definitely do is take a look at the the, the concepts behind those tools, like, for example, uh, testing, concept behind JUnit, unit testing, mock objects, um, or things like... Uh, Dependency analysis, architectural analysis, that's certainly something we'll do. But I don't think we'll talk too much about very specific tooling, um, except, as I said, as an example of a broader category of things that we want to talk about. So here's a comment posted by Mark Dalgarno. Um, he's actually the uh, editor of uh, CodeGeneration.net. You might want to take a look at it if you think CodeGeneration is interesting. 
And he says, thanks for another very good discussion. It was interesting to hear about a move away from Java towards Ruby by some classes of developers. It's also worth noting that Lisp has had many of the features mentioned in Ruby for many years now. Macros give the ability to implement domain-specific languages that can themselves be tightly integrated with the base Lisp language. And this is a very commonly used technique. The common Lisp object system offers mix-ins and runtime changes to the class hierarchy, including class redefinition, addition, removal of methods, etc. And a powerful metaprogram model. Maybe the next move will be from Ruby to Lisp. For more Ruby, you could see our interview with Dave Thomas on the Code Generation Network. Tom, the guy who was um, part of the Ruby in practice episode to which Mark added the comment, replied as follows. Mark, thank you for the kind words. I agree with you that today more people consider using high-level programming languages again that have been around for a while. Lisp and Smalltalk probably set the standards, but new languages are trying to catch up. However, if you listen carefully, I do not advocate a move away from Java. The platform is just too valuable. I rather welcome the JSR 2.23 and Spring's approach to incorporate scripting languages onto the Java VM. So another comment I want to add to this discussion, if you think or if you're interested in learning how Lisp and CLOS, the common Lisp object system, implement those DSL constructs, there is a book that we mentioned somewhere in the show notes before, which is called The Art of the Meta Object Protocol by Gregor Kichales and a couple of other people. And uh, this book explains nicely all those fancy ways of creating your own DSLs. We'll also add an episode on Lisp and CLOS and metaprogramming uh, sometime later because I personally think this is a fascinating topic, although I never used it in practice. So I think this uh, completes the listener feedback and um, this also completes this quite short episode. See you or hear you next time. Thanks. Bye. This was another episode of Software Engineering Radio. The Software Engineering Radio team wants to thank Henning Pauli for providing the music, as well as Lipson.com for hosting and bandwidth. For more information on the podcast, past episodes and feedback, go to se-radio.net. <laughs>